0: So, disco, disco catch up. Uh, so we've got all in, and we've got uh, what was the latest
1: one called? Oh, um, I can't remember.
0: I'm not, I'll look it up.
1: Uh,
0: I've got IMDb up, so I'm just gonna. So, I was gonna do the uh, the enterprise bit, and yep. have a look through with you. Uh, no, 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 no. search engine on this is terrible, right? Type in Star Trek Discovery, it's the fourth entry. Um, there we go. Fourth. Blah, blah, blah. All in and Rubicon.
1: Rubicon. There we Crossing go. the Rubicon.
0: Rubicon. Yeah. So uh, catch up on that. Um, Prodigy is releasing some toys. Uh, so if there's anything we want to talk about that, you know, that this seems to be successful enough for a product line. Uh, Picard, there was like a, there was a frenzy for a little bit. That James James Callis, did you see this? That from oh, Battlestar yes. Galactica. Battlestar
1: um, Galactica. yeah. Um,
0: but it's it's still rumor. It's not a hundred percent there. Uh, so there's something to talk about, and then we'll just go into this and the season two Enterprise discussion. And over to you, if you like. In 2021, an idiotic podcaster realised he'd set himself a ridiculous challenge to rewatch Trek in total chronological order by scene. The monumental challenge meant planning the task would be tough. Now, having survived temporal incarceration at the hands of the godlike entities, he returns home to release extra content in between the main shows, sketches, Trek news reactions, bloopers, and more. Oh, and maybe he'll find a talking car, lead a ragtag band of fugitive troops, uh, jump in a quantum particle accelerator and vanish, uh, I dunno. This is the temporal Trek Nexus Knights.
1: Well, hello and welcome to Nexus Nights. I'm Dan and I'm joined by
0: the other Dan.
1: Hello. da Dan. da I like to do that. Um, <clears throat> so today, a quick sort of catch up with a few things really that's going on and a little new feature that we've come up with, um, which we'll get on to in a minute. But first of all, um, Discovery. A couple of episodes have dropped, as they say. Mm -hmm. amazingly considering the the the, um, paramount plus international balls up that we uh, are continuing to see um so all in Mm -hmm. and rubicon Mm -hmm. so all in any thoughts
0: all in i actually really enjoyed this episode given all the things we talked about for the 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 previous part of season four for, for discovery and how it doesn't really feel like it's gained any traction or it seems to be going anywhere. There's a plot thread, but it doesn't really grab us. This one was really interesting. I really liked this one. Um, it took everything that we'd learned previously. We've now got this chase between Book and we've got uh, Burnham as well. They're using knowledge against each other that they've learned from their year together before Disco showed up in the 31st century. Um, we've can, can, kind of seen some classic Kirk plays you know I'm going to play some poker to to sort of work the situation but she's also got that classic picard side to her where she outthought the problem by putting a tracker on the device and you know she had a backup plan and that was actually her strategy all along i really really enjoyed that um uh, has mazzaro uh, however you say his name wonderful uh, like crooked character but he's really likable and you love him um just so wonderful there um uh, I I said this to you when we were talking about the uh, the episode and, and sort of sending messages back and forth. He was the Quark character, and the person who was being the criminal was the shapeshifter. It was like a swap round of DS9 in Quark's house. Quark was being the nice guy, and the shapeshifter or Odo was being the ba- the bad guy. So it was it felt like it was a bit of a DS9 callback as well. So we kind of had TOS TNG DS9. Uh, you know, I'll throw in a Voyager reference. I don't know somewhere, um, but it just felt like a proper trekkie episode. There were so many little things all thrown in. Um and we got oh wow shakun. Uh she got something to do. She was fighting. <laughs> she had a great little uh, monologue uh to uh Tarka where she was trying to convince him that maybe you know it's not worth it because you've you've lost someone but should everyone have to suffer for that and um, it was coming from a really good deep rooted place. I would have liked a little bit more you know I would have liked to have seen her really break him down um but yeah really good by far my favorite episode for season four there we go I'll shut up now
1: (laughs) brilliant well I I sort of echo I sort of echo your your sentiment really I I enjoyed it as well definitely um I don't know if it's just I'm being nitpicky because it's discovery and i am sort of I don't know you know I still feel the writing was a little bit weak it was a little bit not rushed. It wasn't rushed this week. I thought it was a well paced episode, actually. Mm-hmm. But I just felt that, I don't know, like the, the thing that really sort of struck me was the, the bit with Owushiken when she was fighting
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the way that, you know, she got beaten twice and then it was like 40 to one and stuff. And I just felt that was like, you know, this is obviously a, a, a sort of establishment of ill repute. You know, it's not, <laughs> it's not sort of, you know, it's a bit dodgy, isn't it? Yeah, true. Although I could kind of see it. uh, Her losing
0: two times means that the odds go up. So their money would go higher. So they could actually work it out. I think if it had been an actual play, if if a wosha says, right, I'm going to get beat three times, but this fourth time, I'm going to just completely slam him and that Burnham had sort of worked it out. Maybe if we'd had like an Archer explanation, you know, like we've seen in, our, in Enterprise yeah. where, you know, a little tap on the chest and we, wiggle, we figure out she's up to <laughs> something, you know, a little, little signal here or there, and she's explained the whole plan and Burnham knows what's going on. I think, yeah, that, fair enough. Yeah, she, she was allowed to fight him so many times yes. and lose, and then suddenly she was allowed to do it again. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, fair enough.
1: Um, I think the sort of the bookmaker, on the yeah. on the station would be a bit annoyed and i don't know that he would pay out you know <laughs> i think it would have been there would have been a, there would have been like you know like you get with um like boxing sometimes mm-hmm. you have like a sort of the fight breaks out outside of the ring yeah i think there would have been a bit more of that it would have been a bit, bit larier <laughs> so that was my only sort of peeve really i as, i can see I did that I can it, episode, you know? I I can it see was it. a good episode it was, as you say, it was a very Star Trek episode. There was a real sort of feeling of start, middle, end, mm-hmm. and, you know, and a, and a progress through that and a sort of solving the problem thing, mm-hmm. which is sort of classic Trek. So, yeah, I enjoyed it as well, I think, mm. um, it was, which is good because... It yeah. was enough
0: of its own episode whilst also sort of calling into the arc as well. So yes. I like they had that kind of balance to it. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Rubicon, did you want to do Rubicon, Rubicon. next? Yeah. Um, yeah, Rubicon rubicon again, another... it, it okay. pulled back on the pace for me it pulled back on the pace yep. uh but again really liked it and i've enjoyed that a lot more than earlier season four there
1: yeah i'm with you on that again i think it was a decent episode yeah um i'm trying to it's funny because i'm trying to sort of really recall i watched it on friday i think yeah friday and that's the only thing I'd say. I mean, maybe that's true of all episodes when you first watch them. We're so used to having seen the episodes, you know, 20 times and then coming back to it and it's, it's mm. familiar that that's maybe, you know, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. It's forgettable. But um, I, the, the Tarka guy mm. just...
0: I'm kind of, getting, I'm kind of f- finding it hard the book hasn't worked him out hasn't he hasn't sussed him out i like the fact that there's this um back and forth between burnham they've got this secret little channel that they've been passing information almost slipping notes in class sort of thing whilst teacher wasn't looking um so i kind of feel like that's good that he's he doesn't quite trust tarker so he is at least in contact with burnham but i don't know i just kind of feel like booker being an experienced courier you know he's this hardened uh you know mercenary guy type thing he's been this for years during the burn wouldn't he have figured out Tarka by now and and sort of you know wrapped him up and t- taken him back with the tail between his legs and said look I'm sorry I was taken in by this guy um and then just handed it over you know he knows what Starfleet is as he said earlier in the season he really appreciates what Starfleet does he could have just easily you know said look you're I'm at your mercy I'm just gonna uh hand myself in I don't know. I just kind of feel like he would know that something was going on, even with his grief, even with his hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah I agree. And I think that is the um, the only thing that sort of lets it get away with it is, is that guilt thing or that grief mm. thing, rather. Um, but I, I think, you know, Book's a fundamentally decent person, I think. Mm. I think he's shown that. And I think you're right. I think he would have, you know, there would have been a point before we got where we've got to where he thought, you know what, actually... You know, I need to pull back from this. I think so. I, yeah, I think I can understand the motivation, but I think they're pushing the motivation a little bit further than it would go in reality.
0: Mm, you know, mm, if, mm. you know, if
1: we're sort of making this real, <laughs> mm. I, I think you know yeah. he would he would have stepped back and 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 just that the interpersonal problems between him and Burnham. I think him and Burnham's relationship is really important to him. Yeah, and he realizes that you know yes he's going to get revenge yes you know he, he might stop other people suffering the same fate yes. but i think his personal relationship is so important to him that that would have caused a real a bit more of a sort of a, at least the very least a bit more of a a sort of moral conundrum for him a moral sort of you know does does he want to give up this mm forget about the sort of wider links to starfleet and stuff that the just the personal relationship and even the ones that he's built up with a crew in general yeah so i think that's that's where i feel that maybe they're they're, they're pushing it just that smidge too far for him
0: yeah, yeah. and also the the introduction of bringing Nan back as their observer as their security observer again a, it's nice to have the character back and I really do appreciate having her back in the Barzans and we learn a bit more about where she's got, gone for the last year and what happened to her. Um, I don't know. It seemed a bit forced that she would be the one to be brought back of all people. You know, yeah. we're, you're too close to this situation. So we're going to get an observer who actually knows you and there's sort of a conflict of interest as well. Like They didn't want yeah. to point that out.
1: I don't know. I, I agree with you on that. I thought that as well. That was, Yeah because the whole point, as you say, was to have someone who could step back and step away mm-hmm. from the personal relationships going on. But, you know, I know, I don't think she met Booker. Maybe she did, but mm. you know, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, again, this is the problem with fan service. We, You know, I bang on about this quite often whenever <laughs> I get the chance, but this is the, you know, it doesn't need to be a, an old character or a coming back character. It can be a someone new. Yeah, you know, someone sort of very. It could have been even more sort of um, removed and quite hard and and pushing much more because she she was she was pushing to a degree for him to sort of fire at the, the ship and stuff. Mm. But it was a very gentle push. It was a very sort of you know. Whereas if you had like, I'm thinking of like maybe back in TNG and stuff when you had those sort of bad rules and those mm-hmm. sort of you know very um, what's his name Jellico.
0: Yeah, you know a
1: Jellico figure who was very, you know, like completely cold and completely sort of, you know, detached from the crew and stuff mm. would have made them again more interesting. Maybe um, interpersonal battles within the episode.
0: Mm. What about the uh, the the general uh, from Earth Defense Force, the lady who, again, mm. was a sort of she was actually sort of on book side, if anything. And that you know, she would she's proven that she's now willing to go along with this plan to um contact the 10 C as opposed to destroy the DMA and that she yep. would be that barrier, you know. Um yep. and it, it might have led to an interesting conversation, you know, she could go to book and say, Look, I was with you, I I voted on your side to destroy yes. the DMA, but this is not how we do things, and she could have easily been a, a stop point for Burnham as well. Um yep with Nan maybe coming in as a wormhole expert. I mean, this is the Barzans. Yeah. You know, they've got yeah. a wormhole. It may be unstable, but they know about wormhole-type technology. As a scientific advisor, they, they just happen to be in the quadrant. And, you know, they pick up Nan, and you still get your, your, your thing. And it, it kind of believably brings her back into the fold. Um, and then you could talk about, well, Barzans are always duty above all. And then you've got three different points to discuss on. Mm. Um, and then you've got three different characters, all with different viewpoints. Um, I don't know minor niggles minor niggles but
1: yeah absolutely yeah Yeah.
0: but still uh, I think these two episodes have been a far better departure from the early part of season four Uh, and I really hope it is sort of the trajectory that it's going for that we just needed all of that season four to set up and now four episodes of really strong Trek with some niggles here and there um, maybe not the best, but at least a really good end to to season four. Fingers
1: crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> We've been burnt on this. Literally been burnt on this before, haven't we? Screaming, um, if anything, yes. Screaming, yes. Screaming into the void. I did. Uh, I don't I, end I up don't... doing that at the end of the series. I joked on Twitter,
0: yeah, I understood that, you know, the, the screaming child and everything, it was all about loneliness and vulnerability and stuff, but if it turns out that the 10C is just a child playing Minecraft outside the galaxy, I'm severely going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that is disco uh, for me. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, disco is disco is its own beast. There's no doubt about that. And And, you know, well, do you know what? I'm going to leave it there because we, we've, we've complained about Disco enough. And actually, I think, the last, as you say, the last episode's pretty good. Very mm. enjoyable with a few nitpicks. Well, you know, let's be honest. I think probably 99% of Star Trek is pretty <laughs> enjoyable with a few nitpicks, really, isn't it? You know, that honest. should be the T-shirt for the show. That should really yeah. be. Yeah, Temple Trek, it's, it's, it's really fine, but just with a few nitpicks. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's right. So that's Disco. Mm -hmm. uh what we're gonna talk about prodigy the toys from prodigy now i I know nothing about this i haven't noticed Mm. this so i'm gonna hand this over to you as a parent yeah (laughs) who's no doubt being being uh, bugged already or possibly (laughs) ready for christmas
0: yeah oh yeah birthdays christmas you name it i mean they haven't had a chance to see prodigy they've seen the the one episode i played them the one that came on uh, youtube over here Uh, and of course it's not available in the uk because of paramount Plus. <laughs> Listeners can't see it. <laughs> no, they can't see you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, um, Paramount Plus.
0: Ah, oh dear. Um, but yeah, they can't see it so far. But it seems to have been successful enough to spawn their own toys. So playmates were coming back. And yep. they're producing toys for the disco series and presumably Picard as well. And I hope strange new worlds, cause that would be quite a fun little character to have. Yeah. like have a little Pike and so forth. Yeah. Um, I could complete my Spock collection. That's the one playmates figure I've got in loads of different versions. I've got the really? Kelvin oh, version, cool. the original version, the old version from TNG. So I want another Spock to sort of add to my spots. It's the only thing I seem to collect, but there we go. Um, uh, but the fact that they've, they are now part of the fold. They've got the toy collection that the show that was geared towards kids seems confident enough that they can now really merchandise it as well. Yeah. I think it's a good indication that this show maybe has some legs to it and actually could survive. And if yes. they can get the merch, if they can get the play sets, if they can get into, you know, the, the kids wish list for Christmas, it's a good sign for Star Trek, I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I agree with you. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> It's interesting you say it about collecting Spocks. Mm. I was thinking about this um, uh, when we had a break between the last recording. I, as much as I'm a Star Trek fan, and I really, you know, I, I really am <laughs> <laughs> to to a sort of um, I don't know if obsessive point. is quite the way, I'm, but we're getting <laughs> that way. Um, I don't collect any merchandise. It's mm. funny. I, 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 I notice on Twitter and stuff, a lot of people. Are really into their sort of models and and toys and and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I, and I was going to ask is exactly what I was going to ask you actually if you had a collection at all. <laughs> and no, obviously Spox. Yeah, but Spox is
0: Spox is the unintentional collection. I've never gone out and actually bought a Spock figure here or a Spock figure there because that's the one I wanted. It's always been the one that's been bought for me, and I think that's oh, okay. because people outside my you know my immediate family. They don't really get star trek they sort of you know they, they sometimes call it star wars and all this kind of stuff and um and if they want to buy me or bought me a toy when i was a kid oh it's spock we know that guy so they bought me a spock so i had a spock um but that's the only thing that i've got like a consistent collection of there there might be a book here book there um i've got a, a couple of collections of um com badges like different com badges and like little pins and things, but again, I've never gone out to actively collect them. I don't have reams of shells uh, behind me of like you know uh, eagle moss characters and and ships and things. I just I don't have the money more than anything else. So no,
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but Spox is just one of those things. Well, we're, we're going to go on to talk about season two of Picard. But first, something that we hadn't thought of, I've just popped into my head, which I thought we might drop in. Go for it. Um, talking of uh, obsessions, mm. how's trekkle going for you?
0: <laughs> I had a really good morning this morning. Um, yeah? I went into it and I thought, I'm not... Usually with Wordle, I start with Ouija. So, so I get O, I, and A. Right. So I've got three vowels to see what happens. This time I thought... I'll start with a different O word. I'll just go for something else. And obviously by the time this episode goes out, that episode, it would be yesterday's word. So I can say it. It was Orion. And you got it straight off. And I got it straight off just because I picked the same O word. Complete fluke. Complete fluke. Um, So there, yeah, got Orion straight away. Just because Ouija uh, or yeah, is the word that I usually (laughs) pick for Wordle to start me off. Um, But there we go. So one day wow. it's going to be the right word, but there we go. Um,
1: uh, there we go. But yeah, I, you yeah know, I, thank I, you very much for getting that. I'm awful at it. Really? Yeah. I, I, word games. I don't think I'm very good at word. I'm realizing that word games aren't my thing. <laughs> I got, I got um, blank r i blank blank, and that's just mm-hmm. fine. I couldn't. I just. I can't think of Star Trek words. <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> i have to say i've
0: gone through so many vulcan and romulan names because i know that they're usually five letters long so you know Surak, you know Spock. they go for i, I, I think quark is a good one to go for because it eliminates yeah, the whole that's Q-U my sta- situation. that's
1: my starter that's my starter quark and then i quite often go for riker
0: oh good oh. good cool yeah because you got your r so very useful yeah. i e yeah that's good yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah we need we need like a, a treacle uh strategy great a game Indeed. thing yeah that'd be good no but yeah anything that's got vowels in it that's what i always start with so mm. that's what i go for yeah
1: and then for those of you who don't know what trekkle is mm. trekkle is the star trek version of wordle i've never played wordle my partner plays it occasionally but i don't know i just spotted it on twitter and it's so it's the same game but using um trek words so if you haven't tried it's trek trekkle game t r e k l e game.com i believe mm. so give it a go it worth if you it. can yeah if you uh, have got nothing better to do, <laughs>
0: <laughs> i do me wordle in the morning and then i do my treckle uh, a little bit after that after my first coffee um <laughs> so far i'm better at treckle than i am at wordle so there we go ah. uh, certainly since new york times took it over um and yes. um, the, it, the words have got a bit more unusual shall we say mm. Yeah, it's gone from very basic five words to to words that you maybe use in a yeah you know, an old essay or something. But that'd be about it.
1: Anyway, on that bombshell. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on to um, another obsession that's likely to to start quite soon is uh, Picard season two. Mm. We we have talked a bit about this actually. Quite a, in fact, we've talked quite a bit about this because it's quite exciting. But any. Um, I, I'm not very good at keeping up on with all the, the, the goings on. So I think you've got a couple of things to mention mm. that you um, you sort well, of picked up on lately.
0: The one, the big one that I sort of seen on Twitter was the rumour, and I don't think it's been confirmed yet, uh, James Callis, who people might know as Gaius Balsar, Balthazar Balsar, uh, from uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, the stunt person for him, the person basically just follows him from show to show, Um, has been part of uh, Star Trek um, Picard season two, or has been billed in that. Now it's just the stunt person. Maybe he's standing in for someone else who looks a little bit like him. You know, you could see maybe Rios maybe being a similar body type, maybe, but it would be possibly exciting to see James Callis maybe come in as, I don't know, a relative of Picard because they're both, you know, British actors who could pull off the right accent and they're all French. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, we could get a crossover with Battlestar Galactica into Star Trek Picard. Who knows?
1: So I've got a question for you. Yeah. Is that fan service?
0: (gasps) Ooh, I don't know. Because they're servicing different sets of fans, aren't they? I mean, they're bringing in a different sci-fi show. Um, It could be fan service. It could be that they're just using an actor who's got a proven track record in sci-fi. So, and he did a really good job. He was that unhinged character who sort of had a character in his head who could pull off that that side of things but he was evil and manipulative one week and then you could feel sorry for him the next so he's got the pedigree for sci-fi and some interesting storytelling uh yeah I suppose it could just be that oh let's get some Battlestar Galactica fans in on this one it'd be nice and interesting given that the Borg are coming into season two as we've seen in the trailer Borg Queen's coming back you know we've got all these kind of Droids and people coming in, and and uh, Exborg rights are coming in, and Battlestar Galactica was all about, you know, the the Cylons and their their rights, and do they uh, are they worth redeeming, and all this sort of stuff. So you could see there's a little bit of thing there. there. I don't know. I, I'll wait to be seen. I see, I'll see the episodes first, and then see if they're doing fan servicey stuff with him. If it indeed he is actually in the episode, because I don't think that's been yeah,
1: confirmed. Yeah, absolutely. We might be barking up the completely wrong tree, might we? But um, okay. Anything else on Picard? Um, I don't think there was anything specific. Uh,
0: nothing I could see on on online. No. But I think that was the that was the big one. That there might be like some crossover with another show. Still excited. Oh yeah. 100% absolutely cannot wait for this and uh, i'm really really glad that amazon have still got it so we are yes. going to get it over here yes. in the uk it's absolutely. not good it's not going to fall prey to the the paramount plus uh yes. curse as Beast. such <laughs> Un- unlike uh New worlds which is going to be paramount plus and we're probably not going to have it in time and uh, uh, yeah <laughs> why why are they doing it oh, to I us? Know.
1: Uh, anyway, that's another entire podcast, which I think we've already <laughs> done, actually. I think we have.
0: Yeah, a couple of episodes.
1: <laughs> um, right. So next is um, a new feature. Mm. So what we're going to do, we're, gonna, we're cheating slightly. To, let's, let's pull the vow back for the listeners. <laughs> we're che- we are cheating slightly on this one.
0: Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain.
1: To a degree, because what we're going to do before each season starts we're going to do a preview just using the netflix or the imdb um descriptions and just going to read them out and then sort of go okay do we remember this one are we looking forward to it do we think it's going to be a good one that sort of thing so the truth is and you know we we have reviewed seven episodes of the first the second series of enterprise so we're going in maybe maybe i don't know should should we skip the first seven we could do yeah i mean shockwave was already part of shockwave part one so it's already
0: yep. kind of a half and half season one thing carbon creek we'd already done you know 1950s yes. we'd done most of the episode yep. uh, so that's really we're only reviewing a conversation in that episode to come uh, minefield and dead stock are kind of two episodes put together you know they're, they're, there's some interesting stuff uh, to talk about but not really anything that uh, i think it's a very popular set of episodes. I think people yeah. do talk about Minefield and Dead Stop quite a bit. Uh, so again, there's nothing really to say there. Uh, Ninth Sick Bay, enough said. Uh, marauders, <laughs> Marauders. Yeah, we we had some fun with Marauders. Um, there we go. And uh, the seventh. <laughs>
1: On board the Enterprise Trek to the Stars sweepstakes. Wednesday, September 18th. Tune in to UPN's new season of Enterprise. There's no way to send you
0: back. So there we go. We're all caught up. That's the seven episodes. Yeah, we don't really need to go into that. <laughs> okay, so
1: episode eight. I, I don't, What is episode eight?
0: The episode eight is... And I'll read out the thing for you. All right, okay. So the... IMDB description is, upon returning from covertly observing a pre warp culture, Lieutenant Reed realises he's lost his communicators somewhere on the planet. Archer and Reed return to recover the lost technology, only to find the natives found it first. Captured and interrogated Archer ductions. The crewmen find themselves doing even more damage to the culture, who have scanned the prisoners and now know them to be another race. Meanwhile, Tucker and Mayweather. Travis has something to do. Try to figure out how to activate the cloak on the Suleban cell ship so
1: they can mount a discreet rescue.
0: Ooh,
1: right, excellent. Do we remember this one? I. Do you know what? This is one of my favourites. I have to say. I. We're recording this next week, aren't we? A bit? Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to talking about this episode because I, I am a big fan of this episode. Mm-hmm. This one and Civilization feel very similar to me. Although, you know, obviously the, the Civilizations are different in development and stuff, but there's that feel. I, I really like that. And a, a Communicator is a, a big favorite of mine. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one.
0: Mm. Yeah, I have always thought about this one. This is, I, at the time I was still watching Stargate. So Stargate was coming out and it had this idea of, you know, other human civilizations elsewhere that been seeded from humanity after, you know, the the gods the aliens uh, had taken humans and seeded them around and they visited some cultures that had sort of got to like a pre-warp civilization and this had that that sort of feeling that they were going back in time but they're just meeting another set of of humans essentially uh, and i like the kind of cold war aspect to this episode that that's clearly in my mind um, I haven't actually watched the full episode. It's been on in the background, but I haven't really sat down to really uh, drill it and interrogate it for the, the episode just yet. But yeah, read Losing the Communicator, um, the the hysteria that's going to come out of it. Really looking forward to this episode.
1: Cool. Excellent. So next.
0: Singularity
1: now. Okay. okay right. I'm trying to remember.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Now there's two, two descriptions to choose from. I might go for the the basic one. See where we go from this to Palmer save the ship after the crew becomes obsessed with trivialities during the approach to a black hole. That is it.
1: That is the description. (laughs) (laughs) Any thoughts on this one? This one springs back to mind instantly on that, on that um, thing. (laughs) Yes. This is a funny one because I almost really like it, Mm -hmm. but not quite. It's it. Well, the thing I remember most miss is read alert yeah yes, yes this is the thing that that always because uh, I always think of that whenever they say read alert I always think of read alert now yeah and, in and and any Star Trek you know <laughs> and um yeah i i yeah I'm quite looking forward to this one mm. I've got a feeling that it's not as good as I think it might be because it i think it gets a bit annoying I seem to remember it being slightly sort of i don't know great in in the end but yeah i'm looking forward to this one so this mm. is this is a this is a i'm gonna go that i'm gonna like this one
0: okay this one uh for me based on hazy memory having not we watched it quite for some time it, it kind of felt like this episode was their naked time or their mm. their you know it was like the crew aren't really at their best and they're being <laughs> affected by something and there's only one crew member who isn't being affected it's that that trope, that story that that Star Trek likes to do every now and then. Normally it would be Data, who would be, you know, the only one unaffected by whatever hits the ship. This one, yeah, it's not in my top episodes, as far as I can remember. Uh, But read alert does stick out in my mind, and um, oh god, there's another bit, isn't it? it, it, Isn't Archer sort of fighting for control of the ship towards the end of the episode, I think, or like he's trying to figure out how he's going to steer away from it? I might be thinking about another episode.
1: I can't remember. I'm not sure that that I, felt is that not the um, pylon one? Oh, it could be. It could be. I might be getting it fudged up with some other things. So yeah, I could... can't remember. I can't remember how it resolves. Actually, to be honest with you, yeah. um,
0: I kind of feel know. like I feel I feel like Archer was he was wrestling controls and he can't quite do it, and Topo is there reminding him how to pilot, or at least sort of ah, okay feeding in my information because she has to do one thing over here, but he has to be over there on the controls. Something like that. I don't know. But maybe I'm thinking of a completely different episode. Um <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but it's not a strong one. Not a strong one in my mind okay.
1: on that one. Okay. Right. Okay. Next one. Vanishing Point. Okay. Vanishing point. Now. Oh, op- God. I, yeah. I think I remember this one already. Yeah. Yep. After
0: Hoshi uses the transporter <sighs> to avoid running into a storm, she starts to feel very strange. <laughs> yeah this is the one now this is actually one that came into my mind when i was thinking of the concept for temporal trek because oh, yeah. because it, effectively the whole episode happens in the millionth of a second yes really if you think about yeah. like what actually happened what the twist is in the in the episode so when i'm reviewing it do i review it as like one second of time literally okay. just Describe the episode as best I can. Maybe even just do this read the IMDb uh, yeah. description because everything that happens is basically the crew see her dematerialize or, or trip yep. sees her dematerialize and then she reappears on the transporter pad. Nothing happens. Like there's literally yeah. do, do I do the beginning yeah, yeah. and end of the episode as two Ooh. separate episodes yes. and then everything she imagines because it's not yes. real is yes. just a second of our episode. So when we come to review this, is it actually yeah. going to be a five minute episode to review?
1: okay well nothing that happens is actually real yeah and i've I've just
0: i've discounted many things that have just been a memory or a flashback Mm. because that's not real it doesn't actually happen
1: oh this is an interesting question i didn't expect to get into such a Mm. Mm. trick philosophy this is it do I do i count it as an episode only you
0: can decide I don't know. We'll have to, we'll see when we get there. Uh, I don't yeah. think we've got any, um, any guests on that one. So it would just be the two of us. So I suppose when, when it comes time to watch it, yep. we'll see how we go. And then go from there because it's not reality. Actually, it it just yep. happens in a second. So yeah. I don't
1: know
0: how um, Hoshi how she goes a bit. woo. <laughs> That's the episode. <laughs> any thoughts on, on, on the vanishing point for
1: you though? Not a favourite of mine, I'll be honest. Um. Just it's, it's the problem. One of the problems is it's Voyager, isn't it? It's it's the the reset button, mm. you know, which is which is cool in a way because it's sort of cool in a way, but it's also a bit annoying <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you. Because you go through the whole episode, all the stuff that's happening, the drama, and the sort of you know the. She's sort of disappearing and all the rest of it, and you think, oh, and at the end it's like, oh, well, well. This is yeah. It. yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm not overlooking forward to this one, but we'll see.
0: That's it. Yep. I, I'm the exact same. I kind of enjoy the drama and I enjoy what the character does, but ultimately, because of the twist, it doesn't really mean anything.
1: It's, nope. No.
0: Um, right, next is precious cargo. Oh, god. <laughs> While Trip, yes, Trip is repairing a stasis pod at a retalian cargo ship, a woman inside, heir apparent to the throne of Krios, wakes up. The ship makes a hasty departure and Trip must make a plan to escape. Uh, oh
1: God, I've forgotten this one existed. Um, Do you know what wow. this? This is actually we've we just again to to pull back the curtain once more. We have just recorded the seventh, and I said that that is the worst episode of Enterprise. <laughs> I think I may be wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then again, when it's a bad episode, there's stuff to talk about.
1: Yes, true. Se- seventh is the absence of something to talk about. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe this is. Bad, but he, yeah
0: yeah i mean yeah it, it, i for this episode is in my hazy memory can be summed up in five words i was a perfect gentleman because <laughs> that's his Absolutely, catchphrase yeah. that's yep. his catchphrase um yep. whether he says it or not in the episode that's pretty much where i'm coming from on this one yeah uh yeah i can't it,
1: it, it's got it's got the only thing i can think about it is it's got hints of Oh, what's the one of Troilus in the TOS? The, the, mm. I mean, that was another awful gotcha. episode. Um, mm. You know, Alana, Alana of Troilus, is it? A, yes. Where
0: well, with the tears and she can control
1: and. and yeah. Yeah, 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 It's got a, a sort of hint of that about it. And that was an awful. I mean, some of the sort of, you know, the misogyny and stuff in that episode is, is off the tr- chart, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, don't go, they don't go quite as bad in this one, but it's. Oh, I mean, all the stuff when she loses her skirt and stuff, and
0: mm-hmm. don't you know, remind it's me. Just...
1: <laughs> oh, mate, it's yeah. So I'm not looking forward to this one. This, this, as I say, <laughs> this, I think this might be the worst episode of Enterprise.
0: Oh, I mean, why can't this be the transporter hallucination? Trip yes. has a hallucination in a transporter, so we skip it yeah. for a second and then move on. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, precious cargo. Oh my god. Um, and you know, considering you've got like perfect mate in TNG. Where, you know, again, you have someone who's being used as cargo, you know, the, the debate and everything like that. There are so many better episodes that have been done before <laughs> with that concept. Why try again? Uh, never mind. Um ah next one, the catwalk. Ooh, okay. Mm. All right. Um, no, it's not a fashion show on the Enterprise. It is. After receiving a warning about a radioactive storm approaching the Enterprise, the crew is forced to take shelter in the ship's catwalk.
1: That's it. Right. Um, Again, I've got to say, I'm not looking forward to this one. Oh, really? No, I don't like this episode. No, I think, um, again, from memory. Mm. um, Yeah, I don't remember enjoying this one. I can't remember a lot about it, really. I sort of remember... Them all sort of squishing up into the thing, mm-hmm. and I remember—I don't know—is there like some aliens that join them or something, and 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 they sort of there's some kind of problem because of that. Yeah, but beyond that, I don't really no. I don't remember a lot about it. I think
0: yeah, it, I the concept of this sticks in my head the most of the episode, and I, I like the idea that there are dangers to traveling through space that they haven't quite worked out and it it plays into the premise of enterprise it's the early days of spaceflight, so they haven't quite worked out how to shield themselves and i really like that idea um and the idea i think they they steer the ship from the nacelle don't they they set up like a little control mechanism and stuff like that um yeah and then when they're in the storm there are there's aliens who come on board and they're going to try and steal stuff i think
1: yeah, that rings a bell. There's, there's definitely more to it than just them having to st- mm. stay in the thing. But I don't really, I, I don't remember liking this one.
0: Mm. I I enjoy it because of the concept, but I don't know if that is my hazy memory putting more onto it than it actually has. So this one, I'm just purely going to have to come down to me rewatching just to try and remember, um, because I think I liked it, but I'm not done sure. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Who's next? Right. Next is Dawn. Oh, I think I like this one. Oh, Trips
0: Shuttle Pod. Okay. Uh, this description is not already on the winner for me, but you know me. Um, is shot down by a hostile race and is forced to land on a deserted moon. There, he must team up with the alien who shot him down in order to find a way back to the Enterprise.
1: Yes, I like this one. Yeah. There is a lot. There's stuff that I don't like about it. From I remember, what I do remember about this episode is them fighting constantly, mm. and they seem to like just not. They seem to come to a resolution and just have another fight. <laughs> um, for some reason I don't know. Really, um, it's it's very much um, Darmok, right? Okay, without 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 um, Picard's intelligence and ability <laughs> to sort of mold, you know, to deal with a situation and, and get through it. But trip, Trip's not the ideal person, I don't think, for this this mission. Okay. Um, but I do enjoy liking it. So, yeah, I, I think I like this one.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it's very hazy on this one. I, I sort of remember the concept. I, I know that there is a Trip episode where he goes down and there's another alien and they're a bit antagonistic. Um, have you ever seen the film uh, Enemy Mine? Where uh, Dennis Quaid, he crash lands no. on a planet with another alien no, and Ooh. it's a, it's a sci-fi film. It's basically this episode writ large, just a bit big guys from the eighties. I think um, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that film as well, but I think my head conflates the two. So I might be thinking of enemy mind stuff more than I am thinking of this. And obviously trip. I don't know if this is an episode where I'm going to like him. I'm not, it's, if it's a trip heavy episode, I yes. don't know how it's going to go. Is my traitor going to get triggered? I just honestly can't remember. <laughs> Uh, so it might be a good episode. I honestly just can't remember this uh, This one. Season two really is very hazy in mm. in the recall. Season one really stuck there. But for some reason, season two is very, very um, difficult to, to bring back. Okay, Dawn. Okay, I'm looking forward to this one, though. Because if you yeah. say it's a
1: good one, I'm going to believe you. I'm going to go I, with you on I, that. I think, you know, again, as we were saying earlier today, when we was recording the seventh, mm. 99% of Trek is, is good with nitpicks. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably one of a classic of that, really. Good with nitpicks, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh okay, next one then is uh, stigma. Tapole is diagnosed with a possibly fatal neurological neural fatal neurological disease as a result of a mind meld. Meanwhile, one of the flox's wives visits Enterprise and becomes very interested oh, in God. trip. <laughs> I was a perfect gentleman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you go first in on this one. Uh, it's obviously triggered emotions in you. I mean, yes it has.
0: The things have been triggered. I think I've got a fatal neurological disease as well from this one. <laughs> oh god. Um no, I enjoy the idea that we get to see one of Flox's wives and I really wish that that had become a more constant thing throughout. He's got a family of what 700 if you do the maths properly. Why didn't we see a different Flock's family member pass by? Because they're on a shuttle here and there. Um, it would have been great to see more Denobulans and to have more things go on. Um, but the fact she becomes interested in Trip. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I remember parts of this... Up- I know that the majority of the episode is actually about Topole, and it really should be mm. about T'Pol. It is T'Pol's episode. of yes. gets overshadowed for me by the stuff that infuriates me. Um, Topol's uh, neurological disease, which I think does become a big part of season three, at least if I remember right. Uh, and the fact that she needs to take regular medication for whatever this disease will be. Uh, and the fact that the mind meld that she uh, uh, had during... Um... Oh God, what's the episode?
1: What is the episode
0: um, when oh she was attacked? Yes. Um. Uh, um, <laughs> why can't I remember the episode title? See, neurological oh. disease. It's completely yes, wiped from memory. Is, yeah, uh, it um. is. Go get some snacks. Perhaps a carbonated soda
1: starting to mission
0: do fusion fusion of course it's fusion um yeah so that it had consequence and there was something else going on there um i like the idea that they're they're calling back and that they're using these things i think it's one of those episodes where it's the the delivery how it's actually brought to screen
1: might be my biggest niggles. I like the
0: idea, but not necessarily the execution.
1: Yeah, I'm sort of the same. I, I remember particularly the, the trip scenes, because I think there's quite a lot of innuendo going on, quite a lot of sexy Trek. Well, well I don't know if sexy tricks the right word, but you know, mm-hmm. schoolboy sexy trick. Um, <laughs> and I don't remember a lot about pull story really. I'm the same. I think, but um so i'm oh, i don't know if i'm looking forward to this one or not i'm not sure uh, i'm going to say middling for this one i'm not expecting i'm expecting this to be quite heavily criticised but maybe quite enjoyed as well i could see that
0: yeah i'm, I'm going with that yeah um, it's middle of the road yeah i don't yeah. think it's i don't think it's going to be a standout i don't think it's going to be our favourite no right next is ceasefire right? Okay, we've got Captain Archer is asked to negotiate between the Andorians and the Vulcans when they are fighting over a small planet.
1: I remember nothing of this episode. Mm. Literally, I, I don't remember a planet. I, I, I don't remember specifically Archer sort of negotiating as a as an episode at all. So I I have no idea. Mm. Yeah, simple as that for me
0: reading that and i'm you know obviously in imdb they flash up with images from the the episode i would swear that that was a season four episode i no idea that that's a season two it feels so early too early in fact that that either side would you know trust him to be the negotiator for up for that um after season three and the big arc and everything like that makes perfect sense season four he starts to build the federation great this not
1: a clue no yeah. idea whatsoever no idea on this one so i can't even make a judgment on this it's we'll find out as we go along yeah. happy to have shran back and yes. uh and everything like that
0: well great yeah. uh, uh that's fantastic uh jeffrey coombs great and I, I think that might bring the episode up but i genuinely cannot remember anything about that episode no nope, nor can i It sounds like something that could be interesting who knows
1: yeah who knows yeah
0: right oh Potential timey Uh okay. Future Tense is next. Oh, okay. Uh, the Enterprise discovers a pod, TARDIS, with the body of a human that seems to be wanted by both the Sulaban and the Tholians.
1: Ah, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? I don't remember a lot about this episode. I, what I do remember is I remember the ship. hmm I'm sure that they go down and it's like they go down a long ladder and it's like massive. It's like, it is like the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. And is this the one where they have like a, a time loop thing going on where they're, they're resetting the, the missile or something?
0: Yes. Yeah. This, this one, this episode is pretty cemented in my head. I, I remember the Folians. I remember the Zulaban. I remember there's this, this fight every now and then. This is one of the few episodes where, I haven't actively rewatched it, but if it was on the TV, I've stopped and watched it. Um, mm. I mean, it's timey-wimey-ness, so obviously I'm sold yep. on the concept already, but it's a future vessel. They find a body. I seem to remember Phlox sort of examines him and realises he's got DNA from several other species where his ah. his bloodlines have intermixed. So in the future, we must all be interrelated and all, uh, you know, and all this sort of thing. And uh, I seem really to remember those.
1: Yeah, because uh, I got mixed up. I got mixed up with, it must be a season three episode where they find a body... Oh, that guy's body, and he, he's like an alien, and he's, he's in a pod, and they're ex- yeah, I, I thought this, that was the one, but...
0: This is it. This is future, future Tense. They find a body inside the pod, but the pod is sort of TARDIS-like, and there's, you know, weirdness about its dimensions and space and things like
1: okay. that. Okay. I'm getting really confused then. Right. So, yeah, I, I, mm. I, I'm looking forward to it, because I seem to remember it being good, but I mm-hmm. don't remember why I remember it being good. <laughs> It's just like some vague, vague sort of um, memory in my head telling me that it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, no, this this one's this one's pretty cemented. Maybe
0: I'm confusing it with another episode. I don't know. But I think I know what this one is, and I, I think I'm going to enjoy it. I think this might be my favorite for season two, actually, okay. um, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, but that that is the thing with season two. I genuinely am not remembering this as well as I think I am. Yeah. Right, oh oh, uh, I think oh, no. I already know this one, this next one. Canama." Um, oh dear God. <laughs> Archer and Trip, yay, are <laughs> accused of smuggling and sent to the penal colony of Canamar. While Enterprise manages to negotiate the release, a mutiny breaks out on the prison ship.
1: I remember this one quite well. The reason I remember this one quite, there's two reasons. Mm-hmm. One reason is I just listened to the measure of a fan pod cast about it. Mm-hmm. But also I really, really remember the annoying guy who doesn't stop talking. Yeah. That they're sat next to. <laughs> He's awful. Oh, what? A, I mean, Oh God.
0: <laughs> I used so, to, I used to travel for work a lot and there's always that guy on the train or the bus or anything yeah. like that who is just constantly talking to you and you just wish you could change seats, but it's a full passenger car and you can't get out. And yeah, I think that's the reason why this episode sticks in my mind more than anything, but it's another Archer yeah. abduction. Definitely. It is.
1: Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than, other than it being. Yeah. That annoying guy. Mm hmm. That's all I really remember. About, but as I say, I did listen to the podcast, so I've got a bit of a heads up. But mm. um, yeah, Kanamar, Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to that one. In it's... fact, in fact, it just reminded me. I tweeted, sent a tweet to the Measure of Fan guys saying, um, obviously, I really enjoy the podcast, but they're slightly in front of us on mm-hmm. Temple Trek, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And so every so often. They were it, and I just think, "Oh my god, that is my future." Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to sit through that. And Canamar was one of those. So I said to him, "You know, this it makes me slightly... Uh, yeah, it it feels me with dread on occasion because, like, I think we're we're much more um kind to Enterprise than they are. But every so often, I sort of agree with them. I have to say, and Canamar is one of those for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of those episodes and I find them in TNG. I find them in DS9. I find them everywhere through Star Trek where the plot just seems to plod along and it's not boring like the seventh. It doesn't seem to just go nowhere. There is a point to there's an A, B and C to it, but I just, I'm really not invested. I really don't care what happens with this, this thing. And there's some great performances. It might be shot very well. Technically it's a great episode, but it just feels like this episode just goes through the motions, yeah, and that's it. So yeah, I'm not looking forward to this one. And of course, yeah, Archer abduction and possibly traitorid all in one episode. Of course, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> all right. Oh, the crossing. Do you remember the crossing? Ooh. Not the desert no, crossing. Don't. That was last season.
1: Well, that's what I. Was, that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. The Enterprise. The Enterprise is held captive by non-corporeal beings who claim to be explorers.
1: I do remember this one. I remember this one because it was one of the first ones I thought that we might, there might be time travel in it. Mm. I don't think there is actually, I had this feeling that the trip goes back somewhere or something, but I don't think he, he does actually. But um, yeah, yeah um, I think I enjoy this, but I've got a horrible feeling I mix this one up with the one where the two aliens take the bodies over of, yeah. is it Trip and Malcolm? The, ob- the
0: observers, yeah, and they keep yeah. swapping between bodies and things yeah, like that. And, yeah,
1: and I love that episode. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where um, there's there's a bit of sort of overlap in my mind about what quite happens in the episode. So this is another one I'm quite looking forward to. I'm not sure if I'm going to like this or not, but
0: mm.
1: I do remember it, yeah
0: this is the one where the enterprise is sort of swallowed by like a manta ray that's like massive
1: yeah great big ship. ship and they're all sort of flying around like little little light beams and stuff aren't they and
0: mm, like, like wisps that sort of come in yeah. and out of the body and they, they, they sort of yes and the timey wimeyness. Uh, this is an episode i did sort of look ahead when i was trying to figure out the timeline for at least enterprise and what happens as you said you know is there a timey wimeyness to it and trip does say that he went back in time and he was on, I think, a rowboat, uh, and that he remembers right. as a kid, but we never see it as right listeners. And if we had, then yes, it would have absolutely been a, a temple trip because even though it's a memory, he's being forced to go there. You know, yes. There's sort of yeah, like a, he's, he's a, a travel down. through time, but through, in his head. Um, so it would have been a thing, but it's just said; it's not actually seen. So it won't be on a temporal trekky uh, sort of uh, uh, tangent. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think I enjoy it. I just don't remember I, no, again. It...
1: I can't. Yeah, I can't quite remember what happens. I remember the mm. sort of the feel, the feel of it, and the idea of it, but I don't quite remember. I don't remember how they resolve the situation. I don't remember mm. Mm. what happens.
0: Yeah, it's. I think the aliens are sort of bad guys or we don't like I, I them. I think
1: they tend out they turn out to be nefarious in some mm. way. But again okay. I can't quite remember.
0: Yeah. It's that curse, the season two curse of just not really remembering. Okay, now judgment. Interesting, before I go on to judgment, uh this will be the last episode for twenty one fifty two. Two. Two, yeah, yes rude, um, yeah. so in chronological order so this will be the end of uh, of that year and then after that episode we will then probably record a nexus nights about the 2152 res- retrospective uh but this is judgment uh after enterprise lends aid to a group of accused rebels captain archer faces a tribunal and charges of conspiring against the klingon empire
1: okay yeah i remember this one I remember this one because this is—is this not the one that's sort of a, the first sort of forty minutes of um, undiscovered country? Is it? Which one is the one where? Um, yeah. Kirk and is it McCoy? Kirk and McCoy? Yeah, undiscovered it, country. The Ruapehau. That's the one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically that, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly that episode. They've just yeah. taken one film that was really popular yeah. and they've bunged it into a forty-five minute um, episode. Yeah, it's, I can't remember, is it a clip show? Do they actually show some of the things or do they just talk about what he actually got up to?
1: I don't think they do. I don't think it's a clip show. I think it's, because they've got the guy, the the, the the guy that's sort of representing him. He has this sort of, doesn't he like, isn't he sort of given up? And then he ends up hmm. going instead of him or say, or?
0: I think so. Yeah, he's sort of, um he's like, a defeated older Klingon who is down on his luck, down on his honor, I guess. And yeah, sort of steps in to help him. And it's played by Martok, whatever the actor's yeah. name. Oh, I'm terrible with actor's names. Um, but yeah, Martok is his defense and also his prosecutor, I think as well, the way <laughs> the way Klingon wo- uh, yeah. law seems to work. Um, but yeah, I, I, I remember it because of the fact it's Star Trek six in a 45 minute episode. Um, But I don't think it's going to be a a great one to finish out the year.
1: No, I agree. I think it's a middling episode that isn't
0: it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: That's almost the definition, I think probably. Yeah.
0: All right. And this then starts 2153 as we go to horizon. Now, horizon Mayweather trip has something to do. Uh, temporarily leaves Enterprise to visit the cargo ship Horizon where he was born and raised. On the playground is where he spent most of his days. Uh, meanwhile, the Enterprise crew observes an unusual planetary event.
1: Ooh, I don't remember the planetary event at all. Um, I remember isn't there like, is his dad died or something and his brother's taken over and he's not mm. doing very well and he, there's lots of Interpersonal battles and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is this the one with the Norsicans? No, that's that's Fortunate Son, isn't it? See, again, yep. another one where it, it all sort of molds into one. It's the same sort of story, really, isn't it? Except it's his family. Um, I, th- I think yeah. this one's better.
0: I think, in okay. my mind, I think Fortunate Son is what this episode should have been. It should have been okay. him going home uh, mm. and sort of seeing his family. And Fortunate Son just shouldn't have happened. Um, but yeah, I actually I don't remember the ins and outs of the plot. I know he goes oh, home. At all. Yeah. And I think there is something with his brother and, and how they sort of set up a problem and they yeah. have to solve it together, but his his brother needs to figure out how to be a captain. That that yeah. kind of you know, doubting himself sort of story. Mm.
1: Um, but I can't really remember it. It's a Travis cool story. Uh, so, Travis. Not <laughs> Travis, poor <Cool laughs> old Travis. Even when he's got the whole episode, we can't remember it.
0: I know. That's it. Maybe if it had been a whole episode and they just talk about him going home and we'd never see it. That's it. That's Ah. it. That's how it should have been more fitting. Um, What
1: it should should be, actually, it should be like 44 minutes of people just doing stuff. And at the end, someone should say, where's Travis?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he's in the background. He's like all bloodied up and cut up. He's had like the massive adventure and they completely missed it. (laughs) Oh, God. Um oh next one okay the next episode is the breach okay mm. now this is a really long both introductions are really long so uh, at dr flox's request enterprise attempts to retrieve three denobulan scientists from the planet xantaras where the government has ordered all off-worlders to evacuate within three days tucker reed and mayweather navigate a series of labyrinthine underground cave- caves in search of a scientists Meanwhile, Enterprise leads assistance, or Lens' assistance, sorry, is very badly worded, uh, to a damaged fleet, flee, uh, a damaged ship fleeing the planet. I'll get this out eventually. Uh, Dr. Flox faces an ethical dilemma when one of the refugees of the ship refuses life-saving treatment. The patient, an Antaran, holds a grudge against Flocks, um, stemming from a war between their races 300 years prior, and would rather die than be treated by a denobulum. Flox defies Archer's direct orders to force treatment because it goes against Genobian code to yield to the will of the patient.
1: Yes, I remember this one and I remember liking it. Mm. I remember I particularly remember the stuff with the doctor and the and the guy. That's, I think that's quite a good story, that actually. Mm. Um and what I do remember about the the the, the cave rescue is the nobillions crawling up the wall really quickly. Oh yes, yeah. They've struggled and struggled to get to a, some. Doesn't does Travis get injured or something? Probably it's Travis. <laughs> yeah, and but and they're like struggling, and then these guys just climb up the wall in about ten seconds. <laughs> no one knew that the Noblins were like ball climbers, you know, like <laughs> Spider Man. But I do remember, I do remember the, the Doctor Flock storyline. I think that was mm. a really good one. Very, it was a real sort of a real sort of Star Trek um medical dilemma yeah. story which you get quite often i think um and yes yeah, so i'm looking forward to this one
0: definitely mm. yeah same i think the the medical drama is the bit that sticks out in my head um, that the two um, species we kind of find out that maybe not all denobulans are like uh flocks the flocks actually yes. is quite a rarity in his species uh they aren't necessarily the the nicest of people um that 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 uh, his optimism seems to be unusual uh, for the denobulins mm. at least. Uh, but yeah, I, I I remember liking that one. and I think um, it'll be an interesting one to to really watch and drill into, and maybe mm. you know pull out something really interesting from it. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Oh no, I I know this one, and this is this is not a favourite. Cogenitor Yes. Yeah. I know this uh, one too. I, I, in fact, I'm not even going to read out the thing for it because uh, it is basically the one where Trip uh, interferes with. Uh, a three-gendered species let's just say it that's what the episode is um they they find uh is the visions i think is the name right so it does stand out as an episode probably because yeah. i don't like it as much um yeah. and i think it's andreas katsoulis uh who was tomaloc in tng and jakar, oh, yeah. jakar in babylon five um right. gets a guest spot in this one and it's a really nice species they meet and they're yes, they're gonna share technology, that's right. they're, they're gonna fly into the sun and all, all that. I remember that's really enjoyable. Yep. And then yeah, Trip gets um involved with a third gendered species and then interrupts their mating cycle. And and I believe this is the one where they then take their own life because they've mm. because yes, trippers right, yeah. Trip has yeah, engendered this doubt. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so obviously destroys that first contact opportunity. And
1: yeah, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't enjoy this episode, but I'm actually quite looking forward to watching it again because, mm. again, this feels like an enterprise episode which almost hits the mark. It's a very interesting concept. Mm. A free mm. gendered species is interesting. Exactly. The whole idea of sort of, you know, we're looking at, again, talking of allegories. This is a very much an allegory episode mm. um, in the sort of tradition of TOS. And, you know, it's about sl- slavery, I suppose, and, and subjugation and, and human rights and all that mm. stuff. So there's lots to dig in, but I don't really remember enjoying it overly. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm exactly the same. Uh, I think it's going to have a lot to mine, a lot to talk about, some uh, very high issues to to really consider. Uh, because there, yeah, there is that element of the third species is very submissive to the mm. other two, That's right, um, yeah. and they they're, they're used as a commodity more than a yes. than a person. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a whole other issues there going on um and yeah trip gets involved after that and i think for me that's the episode <laughs> will go very very quickly downhill after that point um yeah anyway moving on uh the next <laughs> the next episode is regeneration no, now complete blank this this one sticks in my head this is a awesome. this this is a biggie um, Borg casualties from the century earlier are reanimated by a research team. Uh, the thing uh, Enterprise is yes. ordered to intercept them before they can escape in their commandeered
1: ship. The Borg episode. The Borg episode. I enjoy it for its its self. Yeah. I have major issues for the timeline. Yeah. I mean, talking to timey wimey things. This is a. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. no one made a note mm-hmm. and said. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like the Ferengi you could understand most of them were knocked unconscious yeah. no one hit the record button on the cctv that readers definitely installed somewhere um yeah. so Mainly yeah. in,
1: in the other in the women's quarters let's be honest
0: exactly exactly absolutely um but the borg there are there's sensor readings there's medical <laughs> yeah. research flox yeah. figures out yeah. there's a cure to being yeah. assimilated 400 years before it's useful yeah. i mean uh yeah there's so many things that can and I think have gone wrong with this episode because of continuity. But overall, action-wise, I think yep. I seem to remember enjoying it. And yep. there's there's a bit of tete-a-tete, you know, because there's only a couple of drones. They don't really have yep. a queen. They're not yep. necessarily at their best. So Enterprise could feasibly, uh, you know, yep. defeat them. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of implications for this episode that I think ruin it in some respects. Absolutely. But yeah. There we go. Um, right. Uh, first flight. Now, we've already seen half of the episode earlier yes. in uh, uh, this uh, podcast or the Temple Trek podcast. The first flight, we've already seen the background, so we're actually going to be only seeing the episode where Topol and Archer are in the shuttle pod discussing things whilst also trying to find some dark matter substances with some flashes. So that's all we're going to see for the review of this episode. Um, Anything on that part of it?
1: Right. I'm not going to talk about that part of it because I'm going to talk about something which really, really annoys me (laughs) and is the most ridiculous thing to be annoyed about, but really does my head in every time I see this episode. Yeah. Am I right in saying the other captain's called AG? 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 A.G. Robinson, yep. It should be J.G. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear A.G., it, it grates really badly because it, it should be J.G. I don't know why. No, I could see that. Yep. But it, it really does my head in. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I know it's utterly ridiculous. But A.G. really grates me. No, I, I completely get that. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you think
0: maybe they call him Robbie because he's Robinson, you know. The the nickname probably yeah. should be the surname as opposed to the A G bit, which is I don't know. It just, yeah, very hard.
1: Sound right? A G doesn't sound right to me. I, I, wonder, can totally I don't know if it's that. because of J G Hertzler. Ah, uh, could be. And that feels right. J G feels right, but A G, it's like oh, every time they say it, it's like they're scratching down a blackboard. You know?
0: <laughs> Well, they will be saying it quite a bit, because I think they talk yeah. about A.G. Robinson all, all the time. Do, yeah. so, so in the few scenes we are going to be seeing, it's probably going to be in there.
1: So I'm uh, looking forward to this one. Yeah. Because of that. Not because of the storyline, not because of anything else, just because of that.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, it's it would be interesting. I think uh, having seen this episode, obviously watching the flashback scenes first and now watching all of this up-to-date stuff, I have seen it, but it was only to sort of flick through to get to the next bit um so i kind of know that they send off the charges and all this sort of thing i seem to remember it annoying me that they're not finding micro singularities i feel like that that should have been a continual thing you know from shuttle pod 1, Oh, well we're now going to test it you know starfleet has developed this tech if it had been a callback to shuttle pod one and micro singularities and just sort of kept that as a nice little throughput i think it annoyed me that they didn't try a little bit harder with the story they just it's just padding just to introduce this flashback episode uh right uh the bounty is next now after exploring an uninhabited planet captain archer is taken prisoner archer abductions again by a teller right bounty hunter who was hired by the klingons oh, to return yes. archer to Kronos. this
1: is a very much a episode for me this is yeah. Cannibal without extra characters, really. Isn't it? <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. Cannibal without extra
0: characters. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah.
1: I'm, not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking forward to that one.
0: No. It links into the Judgment episode, which is probably not going to be a favourite anyway. So the fact that it's a sequel to an episode we're probably not going to enjoy in the first place. Yeah. You know, probably not going to be a good one. But Tellerite's yeah, coming back. That's
1: interesting. Yeah. So different that Tellerites are the ones that? Haven't been developed at all. Mm, you know, of mm. the, 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 the the sort of is it four sort of starter character, starter uh, civilizations that that formed the the um, oh my god, my brain um, the federation, yeah, yeah, <laughs> federation. But... Thank you. My god, <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to be thrown out of the fandom.
0: <laughs> it's all right. We've just discussed half of season two, which we can't remember, so it's absolutely yeah, it's
1: true. <laughs> yeah. So I, I quite like that, because I I, like, I I think um, I would really like to see at some point them them developed and fleshed mm. out a bit more. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I kind of remember it. I sort of remember that um, he learns a bit more about the tellerites and how they're antagonistic, so they like to insult each other. I seem to remember that being a conversation. Mm. Again, I might be conflating it with something that happens in season four, which I remember a bit better. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's... It's an episode. It's another filler episode, I think, for me. Yeah, uh, That's my prediction. Yeah. All right, and then we're into the last episode for season two. Uh, so after this one, we will then do a season two wrap up, as we did with season one. Uh, but the expanse. Now, an unknown probe fires on Earth from space, cutting a swave. So a swath, 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 Maybe a swath, swath. It's flipped through <laughs> uh, from Florida to Venezuela. Wow, that's a cut. Um, everything in the path of the attack was destroyed, probably Disneyland too, resulting in the deaths of 7 million humans, including Tucker's younger sister, Elizabeth. Um, Enterprise is recalled to Earth for upgrades to the ship and takes on a military crew. Silic gives Archer a message from the future about Earth's latest enemy, and the Klingon Empire gives Juros another chance to capture Archer. Enterprise heads for the infamous and dangerous
1: Delphic Expanse. I really really like this episode yeah because i like the episode Mm. but i like it because it leads to season three and i really like season three Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's i'm really looking forward to this and i've got a question for you when we come to the end of this um thing and i think i know the answer to my own question already yeah um, for me anyway um but yeah no i'm really yeah i can't wait actually Mm. and yeah um because i think you know we said this many times but but Enterprise, for me, Enterprise really kicks off in season three. Yeah. There's a lot of people who don't like season three particularly.
0: Hmm.
1: But for me, I really like it. Hmm. So I'm really looking forward to getting onto to season three. There's a few stinkers in there, definitely. <laughs> but I think um, overall, I really like it. Yeah.
0: I think after the sort of bland forgettability of what will be season two, based on our predictions. Yeah. Expanse ramps it up and throws so much into 45 minutes it's really enjoyable and is almost their best of both worlds cliffhanger what's going to happen next You know, it really does kick it off and yeah yeah, it does leave into season 3 season 3 I enjoy I enjoy the idea that they've got a season arc the bits that infuriates me about season 3 is when they come out of that season arc to try and do a standalone episode and don't stick to the premise
1: oh I don't mind that I uh, see. Oh, I see. I don't mind that. I don't mind a bit of that. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, I think I don't think they do it too often.
0: No, it, it's very rare. But when they yeah. do, it, it just niggles at me a little bit. I don't know why.
1: Okay, that's interesting.
0: Mm. But maybe I'll that's maybe I'll feel different. I don't know.
1: That's sort of the opposite of what you've been saying about discovery, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Where you've sort of enjoyed those, where it's sort of slightly taken a step back, and mm. isn't that it's funny? I wonder, really yeah.
0: strange. But yeah. I think it's because Enterprise had a clear mission in season yes. three yeah I, I wanted it to just be that uh, just yep. be that and i think is a problem i have also with voyager in that okay. you know they're trying to get home oh we're yes. going to go over to this nebula for no reason and explore this for five days well no you're trying to get home just stick to the point stick to the mission <laughs> so it is a voyager problem for me as well okay. uh, when that happens uh but yeah discovery where it doesn't really have a set thing you know it's mm. not it's not a hook um mm-hmm so it, it, stepping back from itself it actually makes it interesting so I, yeah very strange um maybe i'm just being contradictory to myself i don't know um okay. yeah but there we go but I, i'm looking forward to expanse expanse is a really good setup episode
1: yeah so my question to you is go for it. which episode are you looking forward to most based on that quick review you've done
0: oh the, the expanse as the most recent one um i think i'm really looking forward to some flox drama Flox has been mysteriously absent of late um yeah. when we do have him it's been someone else's episode that he's just been in the background for like uh night in Bay, for instance um you know he's there and we learned a lot about him but it was really archer's episode so i'm looking forward to all of the uh, the flox centric episodes um uh the breach being the one so the medical drama for the yeah. breach i think could be quite interesting um yeah i think the expanse
1: yeah, I'll go. The expense. I'm, the, I'm the same Expenses, the one I'm most, which is a, a, a dreadful, um, dreadful thing to say, really, isn't it? I'm looking forward to getting to the end of season two, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, but I think The Breach as well. I'm looking forward to that. I, I really remember liking that one. Yes. Um, I'm not looking forward to Kanama. No, nope. I'm not looking forward to Precious Cargo. No, nope. I'm not looking forward to the one that we couldn't even remember at all about the planet. <laughs> Maybe that that maybe that's a brilliant episode, and it just yeah. somehow I've forgotten it. But um, I'm not I'm not betting betting my life on that. Um, yeah. Mm. So we're sort of wishing our lives away, aren't we? I know. Yeah, we want to take that long road, but really we want it yeah. to be a bit faster than
0: normal. That's right. Please. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just a little bit. bit oh.
1: Slipstream drive rather than uh, <laughs> rather than walk five.
0: It's season two
1: off? We go done. There.
0: oh well, yeah.
1: Think we're done aren't we really i think we are i know you've got to make a move anyway so i've we've got go to go <laughs> um, yeah okay well thank you all for joining us for listening to nexus nights i uh, hope you enjoyed our ramblings as ever i like to think that our ramblings are are becoming ever better hmm. they, I, I like to think they remain ramblings though because i have a soft spot for rambling podcasts <laughs> Um, I don't like overly controlled podcasts. I like I like them when they sort of go off and things happen. And I think we, we do that quite well. So <laughs> I'm banging my own drum here. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. I'm Daniel and I've been joined by... The other Dan. Excellent. <laughs> and that is Nexus Nights.
0: Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this latest Nexus Nights episode. If you'd like to get in contact, you can search us on Facebook or find me on Twitter at rider underscore Coattail, or you can find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Hitch underscore writer. The show itself is a work of pure fiction on my part, and all the views and opinions I express are my own and are not reflective of the rights holders of Star Trek. The intro music, the dust clears, and the outro music Changes are by Jim Hall. Check out his work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek Nexus Nights is hosted on Anchor FM. If you enjoyed this content and would like to support the show, follow, subscribe, review, and of course share on social media for me. And I'll catch you next time. Yeah. Excellent. That was a really good one. I enjoyed that. That was uh, yeah that's good fun. that that'll be a good one to sort of come back to. Uh, because there are definitely seasons of other shows um yeah. that I'm gonna be like <sighs> Don't remember that at all. Yeah, absolutely. That's out. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Well, I've got to grab the yep. kids. So um, good chatting as always. And yep, next Monday, next communicator. Monday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we've got a guest, haven't we? Fingers crossed. Yeah. I've just got to get her to confirm if she can come. Uh, if not, it'll just be the two of us. okay, so. okay,
1: Brilliant. Cool. Okay, mate. Have a good week. Take care of yourself. I'll be your neck of woods actually tonight. tonight. Oh. I'm go- going to football tonight. Oh. Just down the, the football grounds. Just down the road. Gillingham, Gillingham versus Wimbledon. Oh of course yeah oh the gills yeah. the gills yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. oh yeah, so I'll be a beast sitting in a on a stand tonight watching <laughs> freezing. freezing freezing to death yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: well uh, stay warm and uh, hopefully you survive and uh, hopefully it goes well Oh bre enjoy enjoy uh, I'll see you next week
1: take care mate have a good week no worries